0: This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the 343 Podcast. On this episode I have dug up an old conversation that I recorded with Brian Clybin and the topic is rondos. This topic never gets old. These are some of the most powerful and valuable exercises that you can add to your training library, your library of exercises. If you are unfamiliar with what rondos are, this will get you very familiar with them. If you are looking for ways to progress with the rondos that you're already using, Brian talks about some ideas to do that in this episode. And if you're looking for more ideas or more instruction, you can always find that at 343coaching.com. We offer our free coaching course, which touches on this topic exactly. And then we also put everything on full display in the premium coaching membership course, which is again available at 343coaching.com. So this episode is short and sweet. I think all said and done with the intros and outros, it's going to be less than 10 minutes. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for continuing to be part of the 343 family. Thank you for sharing episodes, for sharing articles, for engaging with us on Twitter. We love you guys. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. (laughs) What is the most powerful training activity known to soccer and that's what I what I kind of nicknamed it and I think that you would you would probably agree. So uh it's it's something that's kind of like a combative issue actually right now in US soccer. The the use of of the rondo. I know that it's been a big part of your development as a coach and it's a big part of the 343 curriculum. So why why is the rondo like so powerful to you and 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 how how do you think it, it came to be such a big part of the three four three curriculum
1: no John like listen my opinion obviously and and it's through experience. Uh, I think a lot of my soccer culture and background got transformed after having the, the luxury of going to Barcelona for for so many years and being able to to see their product firsthand from the training environment from the youngest, youngest teams to the first team and and how the Rondo is everything to them. So obviously Cruyff is the one that, that established it there and and the, that's kind of a legacy that he's left there in terms of their football and their identity. And and I started to implement it with my teams long ago. I, I'd say, uh, yeah, I want to say almost like a decade ago. So with some of the older boys teams, then with some of the, the only girls team that I did, my high school teams, and obviously, the foundation went back and it was ultra successful starting the young kids off at U9 with with that being the core, the, the basic fundamental to, to get their technique to, to be at, at top, top level for, for their age group. And, and obviously, we always talk about the gold standard internationally. So, yeah, I just think that you, it encompasses so much. Obviously, the technical component is number one. You know, improving your foot quality, your feel for the ball, your weight of pass, your direction of pass, um, you know, leading with your with your pass where the next pass should go, your communication, your your collective offensive uh, understanding when you start doing positional base rondos, position specific rondos, and like I've I've uttered to you recently, you know, the component that we everyone says is missing there is the direction or or going to goal and. We've kind of fabricated a games where where it goes to the goal now because, quite frankly, our nines weren't finishing the plays how they should. So we thought, let's start getting them as much repetition in a session as we can. And we just brainstormed and I came up with like, okay, like, let's do it to a certain number of passes and then you're free to go to goal with your nine. Or or a certain number of passes, then you have to point the an attack and then go to goal. So... Yeah, we we've kind of got it to to cover all bases now. So hopefully maybe one day US Soccer says, "Oh, this guy says Rondo's the goal. Let's have a look."
0: <laughs> describe just <laughs> de- describe what a, what a what a Rondo looks like to you though, cuz I think when people first get introduced to it, they get introduced to it via you know, maybe just uh, I guess keep away is the best way to to describe it. Like people think of it as just keep away, but it's so much more and you kind of described how it has all these different technical and tactical components and how you can add in shooting, you can add in positions, you can add in all these other things. So Arundo is, is so much more, but, but people don't, I think have a good grasp on, on what they actually can be. So how, how would you describe it to somebody that's, that's brand new to them?
1: So, yeah, like, like we just alluded to, it covers so much more than just keep away, right? Or, you know, the, the bulls in the middle, just chasing the ball. So, it all depends what objective you want to get out of your rondo. Sometimes it's a defensive objective of transition. So you lose the ball. The, the more you do all these types of rondos from a regular 3v1, 4v1, 5v2, 6v2, any of them, just start creating the culture of you lose the ball, react immediately, go pick up the bib, and recover the ball instantaneously instead of you know lamenting yourself that you tr- you lost the ball and it takes you two or three seconds to accept that fact or argue that fact, and then you go get it. So, you know, the real game is a game of transition as well. So whatever you want to accomplish at the ronda, you can, is basically my my main uh, point here. And, yeah, it starts as mostly just a technical foundation, but it graduates to, to so much more, you know, uh, with, with time, with repetition, and with experience.
0: Describe how your, your training sessions have kind of been structured with, with using the Rondo and and how often you've used them during your training sessions over the course of, you know, the, the 10 or 15 years you've, you've been using them.
1: No, it's a, it's a daily thing. And, and, you know, a lot of people, I think we, we talk about this a lot. A lot of people like, well, you know, kids will get tired of it. it. Depends the level. Some kids get bored. Listen, it all depends on, on, you know, the objective you create and your, your training environment and culture and, you know, when you demand excellence from it. So, like I said, I, it's, it's Dave. I think if there's 100 sessions in a year, I, I would pretty much go on record to say that 99 of the 100 start with a rondo. So it uh, could be a 3v1, depending on what is next in the session. It could be a 4v2, it could be a 6v2, it could be an 8v2, it could be whatever it is, but it usually starts with a regular rondo then it graduates to, you know, possession Rondo, positional possession or transition one where you attack, you defend, and and it's a team objective. And then usually it could graduate to a bigger, small sided game. Right. So no matter what our our identity comes out of the Rondo, right. In terms of possessing, taking care of the ball in terms of your reactions and transition to go press and win it back. And yeah, bottom line, the theme is if you do well at this, you're going to step on the field and play for us. If, you know, you struggle when it comes time to taking care of the ball and reacting. And and our principles, then guess what? You're gonna be sitting next to me, guys. So everybody's, you know, approach to to the daily exercise and what Ronda we're, we're using and what we're trying to get out of the session is crystal clear.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the three, four, three podcast. If you are interested in accelerating your development as a coach and learning more about possession based soccer, you can visit three, four, three coaching.com and sign up for our premium coaching membership program. That is where you will get access to video, audio and ebook lessons that will help you reduce your trial and error time by showing you the methods that have been proven to work in the American soccer environment are an ambitious coach and you want to start learning the tried and true methods that have already been proven to work in the American soccer environment, you can visit 343coaching.com to learn more about our coaching programs. Once again, that is 343coaching.com. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast and we will catch you next time.